0: prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others it was mary magdalene joanna mary the mother of james and the others with them who told this to the apostles but they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense peter however got up and ran to the tomb bending over he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks,
1: well, good morning. Christ is risen. Let me just pray. Father God, I thank you for the extraordinary good news that this day we celebrate. Ask, Father, that as we think a little bit more about it, that would you make it real to us in a fresh way. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, when you use a word like the greatest, <clears throat> that you, what you're implying is that there is nothing greater that has happened before and in a sense that nothing in the future that will surpass it when we use the word greatest. I remember I was probably a little bit too young but there was a very famous boxer not a great sport to follow just to tip the kids and not great sports to follow but Muhammad Ali used to consistently say I'm the greatest of all time I'm the greatest of all time boasting about his gifts, his abilities, and all that he was. Actually, the reality is, he lost quite often. And he had lots of sadness and grief in his life. But I wonder whether if you went into the streets of Bath this morning, or even if I took a straw poll here this morning and said, what's the greatest day in history? What's your particular view of what the greatest day in history would be, I imagine I'd come up with a number of answers. Some of you might go very personal and say, well, the greatest day in history was when I got married. That's obviously the right answer if you're married. Uh, This morning, if your husband or your wife turns to you, that's clearly the right answer. Um, Or the birth of a child, maybe. I wonder what the greatest day in your life actually was but we get, when we get beyond ourselves and think about the world as a whole <clears throat> what would people say did a little google <clears throat> actually lots of people would say the day when a peace treaty was signed on world war one actually the greatest day when we stop destroying ourselves we stop doing so much harm to each other and recognise we've got to stop it We've got to stop destroying each other and ourselves. Others might say, would say, the day we landed on the moon, when we discovered something of the magnitude of the universe and what we could do. And still others, if you're a scientist, the moment when scientists discovered all the secrets of DNA, the wonders of this universe... Now, these might not be the greatest days in history, but Stephen, if you could point on to the next slide. But if you discovered this morning this, who would be very excited? Yeah, Mia, you'd be excited. Anybody else be excited? If you discovered this, if money grew on trees, you'd have thought, wow, this is the most amazing discovery. Now, obviously, unless somebody tells me this morning differently... Nobody's discovered that this morning. I'm afraid to tell you it's not going to happen. Sorry sorry to disappoint you this morning, but money doesn't grow on trees. But what about this? Stephen, if you move it on. The amount of times that I've heard this, if pigs could fly. Now, if you were in your back garden enjoying the sunshine later this afternoon and you literally saw a pig flying... You'd be amazed and think, what an amazing day. How could that ever happen? And perhaps you think, well, no, it never could happen. And obviously, it's not likely to happen unless someone's pushed it out of a cannon or something like that. But what about this? This is a sealed tomb, which was the site that we celebrate today. This cross, Jesus had died, this picture of the cross that we have in front of church this morning. Signifies is that after Jesus had died, he was put in a tomb, and the tomb was closed. The tomb in which Jesus' body lay was closed after he had died and been put there. The disciples that followed Jesus were incredibly sad because dead people don't come to life again. Surely that's impossible in real life. No one goes from death to life. Or do they? Or do they? Now, I've spent a lot of money and a lot of effort this morning for you all to create our tomb here at the front. Um, no expense spared. For those in the space team, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for my artistic efforts, but it's the best I could do. Um, and actually, this is to signify that, that the tomb of Jesus... Jesus was laid in a tomb, a tomb that was closed. And would anybody like to volunteer for me? I just need a couple of people and see what they can find in the tomb. Liam, could you help? Yeah, Yep, that's great. Ben or Reese, you go in and see if you can. What can you find in our tomb this morning? Anything in our tomb? A white sheet folded up. Okay, if you bring that out, if you bring, Reese, if you bring out the white sheet. Great. Thank you very much. You can go and have a sit down, that's great. So it was just a white sheet. There was no body in the tomb. It's not what people expected. So they go on the side of the tomb and they find a white cloth. No body, no Jesus. Now, obviously, at a high expense, I made this, and this is just a model. But when some of the disciples went to visit Jesus' tomb on the third day, they found that the Jesus who had died three days before was no longer there. The white cloth was all that was there. Jesus' body had gone. I wonder what happened to him. I wonder what happened to him. Lots of people had lots of different opinions and ideas of what happened to him. But the wonderful news of Easter Day is this. The impossible did actually happen. Jesus didn't stay dead in the tomb, but was raised to life again. One of Jesus' followers subsequently met Jesus that the Jesus that they'd seen crucified on this cross actually now became appeared to them in which Mary, one of Jesus' followers, said, I have seen Jesus the Lord. Now, I don't know about you this morning. You may sit there and think, do you know, this is a fantastical story. Really? In our scientific age, a dead person coming to life, Can't be true, can it? Some of the greatest minds have applied themselves to that task, think it sounds too out there to believe. But actually, as they've looked at the evidence for the resurrection, they, along with literally billions of people, have come to the conclusion that it's true. That it's true. Jesus did rise from the dead he was resurrected and that's why today is a day that we describe as the greatest day in history because if Jesus rose from the dead then it changes everything for us it means that we can receive the precious gift of life that Jesus offers us that we can live with an assurance of eternal life. We become part of an eternal family, both now on earth but also continuing in heaven. We can move from that place of feeling broken, dirty, mucky, sinful, deathly, to that place of forgiveness and cleanness and life. We can take all the worries and the fears of this life and can receive his forgiveness and his cleansing and his love and his power and his strength because death is not the end. Death is not the end. Earlier on when we were praying, when Annalie was praying uh, as well and family were praying, I had a sense There's a, quite a number of people here this morning You don't actually believe that you can be completely forgiven for bad decisions that you've made in the past. You're completely weighed down by guilt, by shame. The good news today is Jesus has done it. There's nothing that you've done that can't be forgiven if you'll put your trust in him. You don't need to live with all that guilt and all that shame if you'll put your trust in him. The great evangelist Billy Graham used to say that every person has three great fears in their lives. The fear of emptiness, the fear of guilt, and the fear of death. But because of Jesus, because of Jesus' resurrection, those greatest fears don't need to control our lives. We can have a full and meaningful life. We can be forgiven and set free. We can have a good future because Jesus was resurrected and if we put our trust in him we can walk out of this building today with new hope fresh hope, fresh life set free that's the extraordinary beautiful and wonderful good news that we celebrate on Easter Sunday Christ is risen risen he is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Let me just pray. Father God, thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for all the people, the families that are represented here this morning. I pray something of the wonder of the extraordinary good news this Easter will change each one of our lives. Whether it's making a step towards you. Receiving your forgiveness, giving our life to you, or finding out more about you. On this day, amen.